Hey everybody, welcome to another Street Fight Radio bonus show from me. Um, this week I am talking to um, Kalia from the Little Big Burger Union. Um, if you've been paying any close attention to the Pacific Northwest and their burger situation, uh, you know, there has been, there's now been some new uh, developments in recent weeks. Uh, we talked to the people from Burgerville when they were first getting started. And a lot of you sent me the articles and the links to the information about Little Big Burger and what's going on with there, going on there. And so I wanted to be the first one to get on this and kind of uh, get your side of it. So today we have with us um, from the Little Big Burger Union, Kalia. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to hear. Uh, yeah. So, um, how, how recently was the article I'm looking at is from March 18th. So when did y'all announce this thing? So we announced, uh, we sort of announced it to our company, uh, the night before March 14th, which is Friday. So a week ago, um, in the evening, um, and then, and then it sort of went public from there. So we announced through our work chat, um, and then it sort of got made public, and Burgerville posted about us, and we became live on social media that night. And then we had a rally the next day, so that was really like our um, our beginning action, first action as a public little big union. That's awesome. And uh, so let's uh, well let, let's get into I guess the little big burger itself. I don't have any of these in my neck of the woods. So uh, what what is this type of a place? Yeah, well, you might soon. <laughs> um, so, so Little Big Burger started as a smaller, a smaller business, sort of fast food, fast casual in Portland. Um, it was created by Michael Camden, who has now gone on to sell the company, um, and he owns a bunch of other food establishments around the around town. So. Um, so when you say smart cat over fast casual, is this Chipotle style burger or is this uh, like fast food with a drive through? It's uh, we don't have a drive through, um, but we have a very simple menu. You know, it's more or less fast food. It's just a little crazier than fast food. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, well, yeah. I mean, there's there's a few chains that have kind of uh, you know in the last ten years made. Uh, a big splash by just going back to making burgers instead of adding like all of the wraps and the new crazy menu items that like McDonald's and Burger King got into. Right, uh, right. So it's like a simple menu. They sort of um, they talk about it as gourmet fast food, but you know it's a stretch. Right, and uh, so what was the the um, so what were the conditions like that led to the union? I guess uh, what was the process there? I mean, what what kicked it off? I don't think there was any, like, certain thing that kicked it off. I think it was, like, an accumulation of, of workers feeling more and more dissatisfied, more and more sort of ignored and not listened to, um, and and being more concerned about themselves and each other's safety um, working. Uh, sort of uh, the big few things that we, that are sort of driving this campaign are... Uh, people having to work sick um, and having to find coverage for when they're sick. 
and oh, that's awful. possibly being being written up if they're unable to get coverage. Um, that makes me so damn then, mad. I mean, that's one of those things yeah. of just like public health safety. Like we just shouldn't have sick people touching the the food, especially right. uh, it's such an easy way to spread d- germs and disease. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I mean, ultimately, it's it's the manager's responsibility. So it sort of it sort of makes workers mad at each other when folks don't show up but they don't show up because they're sick and they shouldn't have to, you know, spend their entire day when they're trying to get better, trying to find coverage. Right. So, uh, so this is like, I'm guessing tight staffing. Uh, they're yeah. you're understaffed a lot. So it, that's a huge issue. And, and it's, it's constant and it's also pretty strategic. Um, keeping labor down, uh, is, is sort of a big thing that happens. Um, so managers' keys being told to make sure that labor stays down so that, you know, more of the money is going to the company and less to the folks working. Right. And so and so you're like, um, are you then like being told to clock out if you get over a certain amount of hours, that type of stuff? Uh, people people get told to leave early. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, same same I, I personally, you know, some people don't have an issue with that. Some people are happy to leave early. But others like me are, you know, we want all the hours that we're that we're scheduled for, um, and so that's pretty pretty frustrating. Okay. Um, so, uh, what about the pay? Is that is that? I'm sure that's part of it as well. I mean, what's the yeah, what's, absolutely. What's the new hire at Little Big Burger expect to get paid before the union? So we we get paid minimum wage, oh which my in God. Portland is is twelve dollars an hour, right? Um, you're told that, but told, you know, you make, some people are told straight up, you're going to make 16, 17, $18 an hour. Um, but that's with tips and that's an average and that's not the same for every, everybody depending on what shift you work or, you know, there's lots of factors that, that will sort of oh, yeah. I mean, make that very inconsistent. And it's, you know, it's, kind of a lie it is a lie you're right it is and i mean it's it's promising you something that like they don't have to deliver on or you know like one person got a tip you know or is good at getting tips and then they expect that everybody else does it you know or and it's like this just that's not reliable for my for anybody's income you know and um yeah i mean they're you're all involved in the process of getting these burgers to people um you know, right. it shouldn't re- shouldn't rely on the kindness of the customers. They should just be required to come in and buy the damn things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so we're sort of we're we're facing that that demand uh, off of Burgerville asking for a five dollar raise, um, which you know is is maybe a lot to ask, but also not. <laughs> Sure. I mean, it's somewhere to start. I mean, that's how business works. Right. You you say what you want, and then uh, the other person has to respond. Uh, I, I'm certainly yeah. for being bold in it. Um, you know, on the podcast, totally. that's we, how bargaining works. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people. Brian is way more sheepish about stuff, and I think a lot of people um, that are maybe uh, on this side of the political spectrum ha- want to be nice or have maybe have concerns about people's feelings a little too much when it comes to those mm-hmm. regards because mm-hmm. if it's a matter of um you know getting what you deserve i mean you just you, you literally just have to start by asking for it you know there's no other way to get around it and they, no one can read your mind you're not going to change it from the inside there's not going to be 
uh, something that's going to bring it about besides saying this is what we want, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, how has the process been so far? I mean, with the company's reaction, are they sending videos or spies in or anything like that? Not that yet. Uh, we're full, maybe naively so in the beginning. I'm sorry, you're cutting out a little uh, bit. What was that? Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. I said we were pretty hopeful when we were starting out, perhaps naively so, that the company was going to work with us um, and recognize us voluntarily. Um, you know, right after we went public, we had this rally, and as soon as that ended, or pretty soon after uh, the letter was delivered to management, um, sort of outlining what we were asking, um, they asked, "What can? What is? What is something that we can do right now that could help?" Um, and they they talked about this is at the store that we had the rally at. They talked about um, how they were putting themselves on on the the vents. Um, and so they got they brought in gloves for those. So that felt like a you know a, a that was that's what we can consider since like as a public union. Wait, they, um, wait. I'm sorry. Could you clarify that one more time? What did they say? So they brought in they brought in some uh, gloves for. Oh, they brought in gloves. Right. I mean, instead of you know replacing the equipment that was cutting them in the first place, but. <laughs> oh wow okay yeah um uh that sounds so desperate you know that all i think about when i when i see hear something like that is just a bunch of people in suits like i don't know just give them something you know that i mean anything will make <laughs> right. them happy just throw a box of gloves out there and tell them we right. worried about their hands right <laughs> that is yeah so since then they've been uh taking down union flyers from like our break rooms from the back. Um, they've been using pretty uh, standard language uh, that says, we're not against the union, but we also want everyone to make an informed decision and have all the facts, which pretty blatantly says, if you, if you know anything about sort of the language that is used, pretty much blatantly says, you know, we're not going to recognize you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so what has been uh, the response among the employees? I mean, is, are, is ev everybody on board or is there uh, – I don't know if it's different from store to store or, you know, who is more involved than others. What's the breakdown? Um, yeah, I mean, I, of course, it's a little different from store to store. But for the most part, you know, almost everybody is super down and sort of, and even becoming more and more – frustrated with the way that management has be has been reacting um at least that's the case in my story you know there's like always a couple people who are against it and that's fine but we definitely have like a large majority that's great and um yeah and so it was burgerville an inspiration at all is that something that you you all looked at uh as a possibility did that kind of open the window of imagination there or yeah i mean they definitely paved the way um, they made a lot of things possible. They made, uh, they sort of gave us the hope, gave a lot of folks the hope that, uh, you, you know, unionizing could be possible in fast food. Um, and so we're both, uh, 
www. Uh, and so we got some sort of guidance from them and learned from their mistakes and learned from things that, you know, they they looked back on and said and realized that they could have done better or been more prepared for. So Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I have to say, just I have this. The name is really confusing me. Why Little Big Bird? What's the? Well, I don't know what I'm going to get there. I can't figure out if it's going to be a slider or if it's going to be like a gigantic thing or it's just going to be medium. <laughs> yeah. Is there? Yeah, we get calls. I get calls all the time that are like, "So your bird is really um, <laughs> They're all little. Um, the whole idea. I think the whole idea behind it is that. Um, there's like, so it's like a quarter pound burger, pretty standard quarter pound patty. Um, but we don't like smash them down. And so they're small in diameter and the buns are kind of smaller too. Oh, um, I got they, it. They're pretty regularly diet, you know? Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Whatever. That's weird. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it also, I think it also plays into this sort of idea that it's a local small business company sure we're burgers or something we're tiny but mighty type attitude right. we're scrappy when when now that's not the case um so chanticleer is the holding company that bought them um that bought it from michael camden micah camden uh-huh um and they're based out of north carolina so now we've got a bunch of franchises in north carolina in austin texas in seattle in san diego so they're like rapidly expanding too Wow. So it's not even a local business anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good news. That's even better that it can spread across the U.S., spread this mess across the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so um, what about you personally? I mean, what brought you to this position? Is is this just a matter of you were there at the right time? Is this something you wanted to be involved in? Is uh, is it, you know, what are, what are your motivations personally? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've always been pretty, like, politically active. Um, I've always been also like politically compassionate and I really care about people and I really care about the people that I work with. Um, and so having the chance to get involved and, you know, try to actually make progress in, in improving the lives of my coworkers and, and just the workplace. And for me as well, um, it was a big, uh, I was just really happy to be part of it and still continue to be. Yeah, that's great. And and so was that from childhood? Is that just you were just always on that path from from a kid or did it, was there an, Yeah, I mean Was there a radicalizing yeah, moment or anything? <laughs> I you know, I was lucky to have two parents who are artists and lucky. raised me on some really good music. You know, when I when I was like thirteen or twelve, twelve, thirteen my favorite artists were MIA and Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> oh, wow. And so I feel, like that's, I feel like that stuck with me. That was sort of the radicalizing moment, I think, actually, that, like, discovering the power in political music um, as a, you know, as that sort of, in that coming of age sort of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they would also, like, take me to protests and, you know, I feel like I lived a pretty like active and aware life as a kid. Yeah, that's great. Sounds less similar to what I'm trying to do for my daughter. Pretty dang close. Yeah. So, well, so hopefully she's. 
I hope she d- turns out uh, unionizing her fast food place when she's a teen. Hell yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, it was really nice to talk to you. Was there anything else that we didn't get in here or, or things that people need to know? Is there a way to support the union or, you know, what can we do to help? Yeah, yeah there is. Um, so we have, you know, we're on all the social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we have a GoFundMe. It's like a hardship and strike fund in case we have to go on strike in case uh, workers are fired, you know, so that we have some money to support each other. Um, so that's something you can donate to. That's linked on the Facebook page. Um, what else? Um, there are like a couple other like just like things that we really care about that I want to touch on too. Um, of course, like wages is a big one, but that's also one that I feel people always focus on. Um, but there's other things too, like. Our scheduling is pretty messed up. Um, we oh, get yeah. one week schedules. Oh, uh, one we week get, schedule. How far? Yeah. How far in advance do you get them? <clears throat> um, we get them maybe. So I still haven't gotten my schedule for Monday. Oh Christ, that is unfair. That's you. How do you have yeah. a life? You can't plan a life like that. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, and like I, you know, I, I'm what they call a key, which is like shift leader. Um. It's like sort of a, you know, when the manager's not there, it's like you lock up, you count the money. That's about it. You make sure everything goes smoothly. That's uh-huh. sort of what the job is. Um, right. And I was, and I, and, my, and I was told, you know, you get, yeah, there are benefits. And I said, oh, like what? And they said, guaranteed uh, full time. And I said, that's awesome. Great. Guaranteed. And I got scheduled 24 hours this past week. <laughs> so. Oh, I mean, that's almost make that's almost telling you to find another job. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking for one. So. Sure, sure. I can see why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. And and it's like, you know, I, I think what, you know, to, what really kind of frustrates me about the whole thing is I am not someone that, like, myself enjoys fast food the way that other people may. But it yeah. it accomplishes feeding so many people in such an efficient totally. way. And it's such, like, a cornerstone of our society. And... Mm-hmm. It just astonishes me that we still can't respect the people that are making that happen, you know? Um, yeah. Especially for me as someone that, like, makes hamburgers at home, I fucking hate it. I have to get all these dishes dirty. I have to get out more than one cutting board. You know, I have all of this going on. And mm-hmm. to have it wrapped up in a piece of paper and in my hand within, like, five minutes of asking for it um, – you know, that's nothing short of magic. And uh, it's right. it's really sad because it's – I just don't – I don't know what it is that, that we can't value this labor. It's just – it just really bugs the shit out of me, you know, because especially because yeah. of, so many of us have had the jobs too. I just know people – you know, I don't know how old you are, but uh, I'm 35 now. So I have friends that worked – I worked in fast food with that are now like totally anti-union, like hate the worker – they deserve shit. There should be no minimum wage type people. And I just don't, you know, it's just, un- it just sucks to see happen, you know? Yeah, it does suck. I saw a really good uh, post that like worded it really well. That was 
it was like you can't demand a service you can't demand a service while simultaneously degrading those who provide it for you damn and I feel like that, that encapsulates it really well yeah that is it that's all mm-hmm. <laughs> all that blabbering I just did that said it perfectly uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well thanks for doing this I appreciate your time and uh, and good luck yeah. with it and um, we'll make sure that the Street Fighters send y'all some love and support and most importantly some dollars so you can keep uh, cool. the good fight and uh, you have a Thanks great so one. Thanks so much. Peace out. Yeah, it was so great to talk to you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.